Now, I seen you hustle, man. Hey, I ain't never used no goofy white motherfucker like that. Hey, who you calling goofy white motherfucker? Hey, you, you goofy okay, man, white that's motherfucker. Let's go. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute, this is ridiculous, man. Look, Raymond, we are brothers, man. I swear to God, man, I have never seen this white boy before in my life. Sydney, you out of your mind negotiating with the guy with the blade? You got a wife and kid, man. How do you know my name? And how come he's talking about your family? What? Wait a minute. You talking about my wife and kid, and you don't know me? Wait a minute, Raymond, cut this motherfucker. Yo, cut that motherfucker right there. Nah, nah, fuck this. Both you motherfuckers are crazy. I'm going to my car, get my other gun, shoot everybody's ass. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World Hood Classics. Uh, and like always, we're just gonna start it off. I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? Nothing much. Jeff picked the movie this week, and he picked the class. I don't see. I don't even know if this qualifies as a hood classic because this movie's popular enough where it's like this ain't a, really a hood movie. It's just involved in the hood, but it's kind of like it has a black person as a star. The hood loves it, so I guess it counts. What's the movie you picked, Jeff? 1992's White Man Can't Jump, starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Uh, also with Rosie Perez. Oh, oh. Yeah. it stars all three. Yeah, Get respect on her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, directed by Ron Shelton. Uh, this movie budget was thirty-one million. It grossed over a little bit over ninety million dollars. Um, first initial, yeah, first initial thoughts. I'll let you take it away. Um, I never saw this when it came out. I remember if I went to the movie theater if I saw it was like on DVD or or it would be DVD like VHS back then. This was a popular movie. Like it wasn't like this old hidden thing that one heard about. Um. I remember a lot of controversy over the title. That's why I put my little comment today. You know how people talking about, oh, you couldn't do certain, you know, people like, you couldn't bring the boondocks out today. People complain about it and all that crap. When this movie came out, you know I used to hear? This title's racist. Man, they made a movie called Black Men Can't Read. Wouldn't y'all be mad at that? I used to hear comments like that all the time. This is like 92. So let's just put it out the way. People been fake about snowflakes from the get-go that's one of the third that's one of the first things i remember too i remember just kind of like it just felt like an authentic movie like you know woody harrelson was the dude from cheers mm-hmm. and now he's like start doing like you know this and that's your form killer like now i'm becoming who's and wesley was wesley this is like i'm in my run you know i did major league i did new jack city king of new york now i'm doing this and i'm gonna do past the 57 it's like you know wesley was kind of like um, me and Denzel, top black dude in Hollywood, because Danny Glover aged out. Yeah, um, I don't remember where I saw. I don't know if I, I, I couldn't have went to the movies to go see it. I feel like I saw this over a friend's house when the, when it came out or something, or maybe it was on when it was on HBO or something. But uh, I know I initially liked it just because and I had to be younger because I was seeing Rosie Perez and it was basketball. So of course I liked the movie. Uh, now older, uh, the movie holds up for what it is. And what, you know, I think the chemistry between Wesley and Woody is just 
great. And I said that last week, um, the reason why I chose it. They just have a natural, it feels natural them going back and forth, especially in this one, talking about what the other one thinks. This, this is 92. So the whole race thing and them actually playing it out on, mm-hmm. you know, on film, it felt authentic. Um, they looked, I mean, the wardrobe was definitely authentic because who was it? Kevin Love and um, Russell Westbrook dressed up as him for Halloween yeah. last year. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but it's interesting because this is 92. And we'll talk about it once you know you go through the movie. But Woody says something that still holds up now. He says, you know, a black man rather look good than win. A white man rather win, wants to win first than look good. And I feel like it's 2019 and a lot of white people still believe that or think that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, some things never, some things mm-hmm. never change. Yeah. It's like, it plays in the like stereotypes that we have. Cause like you see Woody and it's like, you know, you see Billy Ho, Billy Ho is like, it's some cornball dude who can't play. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, just being there like, like it's like, he knows like, you know, I know they see me and that's what you expect. And like I know, I just let y'all feed into it, and it's like you know, like basically the whole it's like feeding into a lot of stereotypes that was existed then and exists now. They have awesome chemistry, yeah. And you can tell it works. And like they would again when they were in Money Train, same chemistry. And it's kind of like some people just click. The funny thing about this is when you first watch the movie, you don't really pay attention. You think, okay, Wesley Snipes is a superstar athlete. He probably can hoop. And Woody, they probably had to train him. You watch, you watch enough. It's like, nah, Woody can hoop. Wesley just pretend. Wesley pretends that he's good at basketball. Woody's good at basketball. And all the stuff you read about, it's like Woody Harrelson was a lot better in basketball. Wesley Snipes, like they had to teach Wesley Snipes how to play the basics. But they said they were both good enough to they could have started Division Three in college. Yeah, so Wesley, they ain't, could... not, they ain't nothing to sneeze at. But they ain't nothing to sneeze at. It's like you know. I always say this, people make, I use the example of Jared Dudley. People see him probably make jokes. He go to any YMCA, any court in America, and he's going to be the best person on that court by far. He going, the average bench player on the NBA is going to dog walk anybody they play at all. So if you get to that level, like, you know, Division three starter, they ain't nothing to sneeze at. And like, but I'll say this, Wesley can fool you because you look at him, you see how he move. He do, he do a lot of flex. like, oh, like he can hoop. He can't hoop. He can't really hoop. I mean, he can hoop better than the king and duck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I'm watching how he's doing the layoffs and he's doing three spins and stuff with passes. I'm like, this is some and one shit. I know it's shit ball. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of flash. And I'm keep doing the Rajon Rondo pump fake and the arm fake and everything. Like the basketball. It's funny where it's still like the basketball, you know, looks like basketball. It looks a lot better than a lot of movies that does basketball. But it's blatantly obvious, like, you know, when's then Wesley Snipes looks a lot better than he actually is and when he got the basics. But I will say that the heart of this movie is Rosie Perez. This movie does not work without Rosie Perez. Um prove me wrong. I don't want to prove you wrong. I'm not going to say that you're wrong. I felt the heart of the movie was 
I guess the brotherhood of what what Woody. But why is that? Get, get, what, you see the brotherhood between Sidney Dean and Billy Hall. But what's pushing that? Basketball. No. What else is pushing all that? What's pushing their interactions after like the first time they meet and they keep meeting over and over and doing stuff? Okay. Rosie Perez. Yeah, Rosie Perez. Who's pushing, who's pushing Woody Harrelson the whole time to try to make him a better man? Rosie Perez. Who's got, who's the one that's like finding out like I got, you got scammed? Rosie Perez. Who's sending the ultimatum? Who's, what's Woody risking all his stuff for? Rosie Perez. What's Wesley Snipes taunting Woody Harrelson with? Rosie Perez. Like this, all this stuff is circled around her. He's doing all this to save her ass. You know, like to save her and to win her like that. And because of that, they interact in the first place. And okay. then they continue to do stuff, you know, you know, for for you know, for her or because of her or in spite of her. And I talked to you offline. It's kind of like Rosie Perez walked so Jennifer Lopez can run. Absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And it didn't hit me until you said it. and I was like, wow, because I remember when Jennifer Lopez got her run or, you know, when she became that movie star, she was like, and I was like, wait a minute, Rosie Perez had like, it was Rosie Perez. She was the first one. She was the first one that when you would see in movies or they were putting, you know, this and that because she fit a certain mold that they were looking for. Um, but she was too authentic. And I think that's that, the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when we want somebody Latin, but not too Latin. She, yeah. Like, Rosie Perez is like, you can't hide how Latin she is. Yeah. And I'm not going to turn this to a, a J-Lo slander thing. What's been said about her has been said about her, but it's kind of like, you know, she fits a certain role. It's like you want somebody that's ethnic, but not... It's almost like Eva Mendez. It's like you want somebody ethnic, but not too ethnic. Like, you know, we had something there, but her name can be Lucy Johnson and no I'll blink her eye. If Rosie Perez ain't playing, Rosie Perez ain't playing Lucy Johnson and you looking at it like, oh, okay, that's cool. If Rosie was... um. A little bit. No, I'm gonna say if her accent wasn't as strong as it was, um, I think she would have kept going. But it was just because you just knew it. Like Jennifer Lopez, it was like, oh, we can put her in this movie, that movie. You know, she. Why, can, but my thing, why should she have to hide her accent? Oh, she shouldn't have. But that was, you know, that was Hollywood. It's like Liam Neeson. Like, look at Liam Neeson. Look at Jackie Chan. I mean, like, I'm no offense to accents. It's kind of like it's certain people, like, you know exactly what they are. Tommy Lee Jones is a hillbilly. <laughs> I have never seen a movie. The few movies he tried to hide his accent, it sounds horrible. But every single time, he's got a Texas accent. It's either strong or super strong. And he's had it for the longest. Look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, for God's sake. Oh, I'm Harry Tasker, all American from Wisconsin. <laughs> Word. <laughs> like, come on. Like, you know, that's kind of like it's. She, she was too much, you know, too much. Because she had a career, you know, she started doing right thing. She did this. She got nominated for an Oscar for Fearless. You know, she's a choreographer for like Living Color. She was in that movie with the lottery ticket. Um, was it her, Nicolas Cage, and Bridget Fonda? Oh, I forgot about that. Then she showed, then she showed up on like that HBO Subway show, one of those episodes. And then she, that, then I remember seeing her too. She showed up on like Pineapple Express. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, damn. Which is oh, weird. Like, damn, she, 
She died like I had thought Rose Rose was long. It's like she popped up a decade late. Like now she's gonna be birds of prey. But it's like it's like a good ten year thing. And it's like what happened? And Jennifer Lopez happened. Where they got this rule like we can only have one at a time. When you like a certain and it's like that's the person we got and it sucks. But no, she is important to the movie. I forgot how hood she is in the movie. Oh yeah. She, and it wasn't until I talked to you where I forgot, oh, they in all this trouble because of her. Because I forgot that whole plot point. You know, I've seen the movie oh, times. And it's like, not just her, because the base of the movie is misplaced pride on all three sides. You're going to hear all that word. You're going to hear that word pride a lot today and tomorrow. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because basically the plot of the movie is Billy Hoyle, a former college player, comes to vent you know comes to california you know looking to hustle make some money runs into a fellow hustler named sydney dean entrepreneur man of a thousand trades played like wesley snipes and they find themselves as kindred spirits and try to you know hustle los angeles basketball court to make some money and make make their lives better excuse me yeah that's pretty much it it's a simple it's simple (laughs) it's nothing else to it but it's just really good really well done um yeah i'll let you go just go ahead and start talking about the movie i'll wait you know so movies based in venice beach see the dude working out see the person playing guitar you know i'm like i don't see stinger hulk hogan that's fine (laughs) it's got the little shop trio singing a song you see billy hole there it's like oh you know is this where the court at they're looking at it like this. He's like, oh, I got some money. It's 59 Give me a dollar. He's like, oh, give a dollar. Give a dollar of information. It's that way. And he's just sitting there, you know. You don't know nothing about it. You see a white guy with a, you see a white guy with a basketball laying down, taking a nap. And then you see, like, you know, custard daytime. They're playing ball. And you see Kadeem Hardison. Mm-hmm. You see Mark Johnson. You know, see him talking trade like that. And you see Sidney Dean, Wesley Snipes talking trash and it's like most of the movies like all the movies like they're talking trash you know talking yeah. about mama's mama jokes like oh don't be talking about my wife Ooh, oh that's the only thing wife. that's really dated your wife's out yeah like your wife's out you out all right she's out we were in the bitch pack <laughs> oh it's like you know it's a sad like you know sydney dean's top dog he's there talking trash looking good with the gold chains and everything it's like it's wesley snipes with his magnetism kadeem hardison's there's the sidekick you know cracking jokes about sizzler and like you know mama broke her, your mom's so fat she broke her leg and gravy came out and all those type of things and it shows the transient nature of money because they plan and his wife shows up and is like, I need $30 well, for the groceries because I wrote the check and the check didn't clear. And this man playing basketball with gold chains around his neck. I know it's the 90s. And I know today it's like, you know, you can make $30 stress a little bit. But I'm like, you ain't got $30? Did he have it? I mean, he had, he, I guess he just hustled it. He had it, yeah. I mean, he had it because, like, no, he had 20, and then he's like, no, nah, I got, you know, I don't, I don't got 30, I got 20. Give him a $20 bill, get the kiss, and I'm like, he had it, but I'm like, it's either all or nothing. He says, I got $1,000 or I got $10. 
Yeah. And it feeds into what Billy Hall says later. I'm talking about, you know, like you, you got all your wealth around your neck. He, he's about to, he's about like, to catch one for that too. I mean, he ain't, but he ain't wrong because I'm like, you know, he an entrepreneur looking all flash like that. Your your wife bouncing checks at, at the grocery store. <laughs> I gotta I gotta come to see you at work while you out here hooping to get grocery money. Like but what this, type of look is that? But this is again his pride because if he can't if he can't um, provide, and I, now I hate to say he wasn't providing, but if he can't do small things like that, then he need to let his that ego go talking about some no, you know, you don't have to work. Because apparently mm-hmm. she needed to work, but we'll get to that. Nah, I was like, nah, baby, I got it, I got it. I'm just out here making money, anything like that. So one of the dudes had to stick, stick out because his bunions was acting up. He did get cuddled by his woman. It's like, oh, we need to get a player, anything like that. You realize who that was, did, did you? You realize who that dude was? Who? Did you ever used to watch Smart Guy? Yeah. Yeah, that was the dad. Oh, it's been a while since I was telling you what he had a lot of people like that. Well, it's like blinking you missed. My bunions so, hurt. Like, oh, <laughs> my bunions hurt you out there getting cuddles. Like, let's, we got to get some offensive game. Who they get? This white guy out here. This giant Havlicek dude. It's like... It's just Billy Hall just stretching, looking all nondescript. Wait, like, you know, what's my name? Oh, how they interact? Like, you know, what's your name? Billy Owie. No, before he called Billy Hall, it's like, you know, my name ain't Chump. You know, oh, like, yeah. keep calling me. Yeah, what's the, what's the score? They arguing over the score. Do you deaf? You don't know the score? You don't know the score, Chump? Like, yeah, I know the score. I ain't Chump. I know you're talking to. It's like, oh, all right. So they going back and forth. So he gets in the game. It's like, my name, Billy Hall. Like, Billy who? Billy Hill, all right, Billy Hill out there. And he out there, his his coach's fundamentals. Setting nice picks, making a bounce pass, hitting a pocket pass. So two straight, you know, two straight buckets. Game over. Team team win. And sitting looking at him like, oh, this must be a fluke. Sunshine on a dog's ass one time. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's like, oh, you want to gamble for shot? Cause you know, you never seen me shoot. I may not be able to shoot. And I know it's a stereotype. Don't don't go one on one with a white guy in a shooting contest. Absolutely not. Joel and B made jokes about how he learned how to shoot free throws and jump shots by watching white guys on YouTube. <laughs> and I don't know if he was actually joking when he said that, because you never know with him. But it's like that's you know, stereotypes are a thing, but it's like we see enough people they can shoot that rock. No, it was nineteen ninety two. Larry Bird was a thing. What are you doing right now, Sydney? I mean, Mark, you know, you see Mark Price, you know, Mark Price was still hitting shots. Jeff Hornacek was hitting shots. Every, that's what white guys was known for was the damn jumper. So it's like, you're like, no, nah, I got this out here. It's like, oh, I got money. I got $50, $60. You know what you got? And then Sydney's like, I got 20 40 Let me borrow some money. He had to borrow 20 from Kadeem. Tell him, don't worry, we went in. We're going to Sizzler. Wait a minute. He could have you know, gave, gave that money to his wife, couldn't he? Ooh. Sure could have. Cold game. So it's like he got about how much money on his neck. He dressed all nice with a nice designer hat and anything like that, shorts. And he borrowing money from his homies. <laughs> Hood rich. Hey, and we not talking about we not talking about um teenagers or even people in their twenties. We talking about grown ass men in their they have to be what, thirties? Early 30s? Damn, I, I had an ATM. 
I mean, it was a night. I mean, it was the early nineties. Like I know it wasn't Clinton wasn't there yet. I was like, shit. <laughs> it wasn't a recession neither. Like you ain't got. See, I don't want to shame. Like you know, you ain't got because sometimes you tight, you tight. But I'm like, no, no, it's not shame. That's not shaming because we talking about a movie character and he's already set what's in motion of, well, I'm going to give you 20, but I'm still going to keep this and I'm going to, I'm going to gamble this with the rest away because I'm a hoop and I can win every game. No, you're not shaming him. So it's like, now nah, I got this money. Like we're going to go to win this. We're going to sizzler. And I remember sizzler used to be the big thing. <laughs> yeah. And I Google like the, the closest Sizzler to me is like in urban Texas. I got to drive to damn Dallas to go to Sizzler. <laughs> so when you going? Hmm. No time soon. My jumper ain't wet like that. So they talking, they hitting jumpers, and it's still like, oh, it's pretty. It's so pretty. We going to Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. Like, I just remember some of those things. And they talking about, and they busy shooting, talking like, you know, I see you got your money all on your neck and like that. He's looking all good. And see, here's the difference. If I lose and I just lose, but if you lose, not only you lost, you lost to a chump, a corny white boy, not once but twice. Ooh. You know, t- talking to him like once or twice. So they hit the first four, and then he hit his fifth. Sydney misses his fifth. But he also too, he also let him know I hustled a lot of uh, players better than you before, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Sydney realized what's going on. Got his head. And that was Billy. That was Billy's one of his one of his tricks. Try to get people ahead. So he wins, gets the money, ain't going sizzling. My, I thought we was going sizzle. You know, shut your anorexic <laughs> ringworm ass up. So he bounced out, and he there his his righty his righty apartment. Who there waiting? Gloria, Rosie Perez. Oh my goodness, and her prime. Um, you like this movie? What is, you about to say? This movie is very sexual. And I must have forgot. Yes, this is a lot of fucking going on in this movie, and it's Woody. Mm-hmm. It's Woody doing most of the fucking. I mean, you know, once he get a little romantic stuff with his wife, but no, Woody be getting it in, and multiple multiple times. Yeah, I think like three, really three, at least again? three. Yeah, mm-hmm. at least three for him. You know, some shower stuff and romantic stuff, and he's, you know, like the oh, oh, you know, got a hundred fifty two. Had this, you know, almost there. Okay, let's set the this. In, let's set this in motion. Gloria has a lot of pros, and then I'm going to say the cons. She don't work, and her lottery is hoping to one day be on Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be prepared when going on Jeopardy. I might look. They're two losers that that deserve each other. So it's not a whole thing. It's like you know he outkicked his coverage. It's like no, he didn't. They belong together because they both losers. They underachieve. They underachieving losers because her whole thing is she's obviously intelligent. Yeah, she's super smart, and she's super like you know if I got a plan, I will work the plan out. But it's like in the meantime, you just wasting around. Your plan is I hope I want to learn all this knowledge to hope I'm on Jeopardy and hope I don't get murdered by these mobsters and I'm just hiding around hustling people and he's like oh you know I want $72 minus 6 after I bought you some food so that means we got like 115 and then next thing you know we, you know, we have $1000 and then we got two we pay off the stookies and everything just counting is like oh we gonna go ahead and make out like oh take a shower you stink da 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 and 
somehow later on <laughs> I'm glad you who show up <laughs> yeah who show up at the crib because they talk about you know knock on the door like oh that might be the Stookies I'm about to get shot for you I'm not dying over your debt and remember that I'm not dying over your debt she says this to Billy please everybody remember mm -hmm. this because we're going to get there mm -hmm. like we love each other I'm not getting shot over you okay I don't want to get shot over anybody's debt because he's like your debt our debt oh, okay okay Bill, I'm going to get shot you know count to 30 and then go out the window so obviously this is like a, this is like heat. Like this is not the first time like this has happened. So knocking on the door and going in. Who's who's there? Sydney. Like oh, oh hey, I, I don't know how he found him. My fucking agent of Shield. Who's who's the white guy that lives in Southern Los Angeles? That look corny. It can't be that. I'm like it can't be that. That's the whole thing. It can't be that many. Because it's like you know. Billy Billy lives in the wrong side of tracks, and he probably lives in like you know a black neighborhood more than likely. So, the, who's the white? Where the white guy live at? <laughs> Can't be hard. To find. He probably is in there, and he's seen like the and that place is a dump. I've been poor, but I've never been poor where it's like the walls just look like that, where it's like holes in the wall and stuff peeled, and it's like that's a level of poverty. Yeah, that's right. It's I, that's 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 rat poor. Right that, there. That, that's it's not like, even that's not even um good times poor. That's just no. That's Ghostface Killer. I'm sharing a bed with brothers that got you know muscular dystrophy. Yeah, muscular dystrophy. yeah. Like that's poor. Like you know four four to a bed poor, and then they're like, oh, I found you out there. You know, you got a good hustle and everything like that. She's eyeing up Gloria. She's the money. She all getting the stink eye, like, who are you? And it's like, oh, you know, you hustle or anything like that, so that's cool. Where'd you play ball? Like, oh, yeah, I played a little college ball. It didn't work. In Louisiana, it didn't work out. So did he go, was he in the same program with Neon Boudreaux? Was he on Blue Chips? Man, I'm about to end this podcast. Cut it out. <laughs> Shoot. Wait a minute. Did those movies come out the same year? I mean, it came around around the same time, so it's kind of like you know, Woody flamed out, and that's why they got um, what's the dude from the farm, Ricky Bro? No, oh, the racist, yeah. Like I need to get a pickup truck <laughs> to go to your school. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's kind of like you know, I played ball. It's my dad's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, we're out here, we can like you know, it's this big time tournament coming up, five thousand dollars. And in the meantime, you know, we play some ball, make some money, you know, do some things. Like, you know, no one knows you yet. We can do that. Like, all right, you know, sound like a plan. See how this go. You trust? You trust? You trusting him? Um. After we had the conversation, no. But he has no choice. I mean, okay, the way Billy's thing is probably like. Now nah, you know this dude just want to run. He wanted to run again, run a scam because he's probably never had nobody to run back a scam on him. So in that aspect, he's not intelligent to know that hey, he could run this back on me and take all my money. The the, the character yeah. Billy was really gullible, even even with Gloria, when it comes to certain stuff. <sighs> yes, but it's kind of like you know, I got a cold. You do certain things, you don't do certain things. And I got pride. And that's the thing. Pride. 
What's his <laughs> thing like this? Because well, that comes up later too. So it's like you're gonna work something out. So first thing they have, they out there playing, checking, and is Marcus Johnson out there talking about you don't talk trash unless you drive on me. You drive on me and score. You talk trash. I mean, you're alive right now, so you don't say shit. That <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you pull. Go ahead. Then you pull him out. You're gonna, you know, how much was the first game? Well, like five hundred dollars. Uh, I'll let you pick anybody. I'll let you pick anybody. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, I got the money out here. I'm pulling out. It's like, oh, I got five hundred. It's like, pick up anybody. All right, the white guard. They're like, nah, it's my black. Give me, you know, give me Opie right here. Give me Howdy Doody right here. You out there doing the yoga stretching? It's like, all right, I'll be right back. Wait, I gotta go to. I gotta go to the car to get the money. Wait, before they said, hey, they said something. So he said, you mean play basketball? I said, yo. <laughs> Woody Harrison's stupid, yeah. That face, you mean you play basketball? Nah, nah hockey. <laughs> get you up here, get your ass up here, Gretzky. <laughs> She's like, hold on, I gotta go to the car and get the money. Yeah, he go to the car right to get a ski mask and a gun. <laughs> Shows that at the the bodega, Ronaldo Ray himself out there working. He's like, it's such and such, take off that damn mask. Won't scare one bit. The man was used to that. He knew who it was. He knew who it was. Like, I'm out here front. You know, it's like, I just need some money or anything like that. It's like, you know, I'm about to play a game. You know, you know how much for the corner? 300, 200, 275, 250. Damn, you robbing me. He's like, all right, so get the gun and get out of here. So hood, hood money. You know, you might need a gun just because some crazy person coming here and try to rob you. More crazier than me. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like just a quick thing where it's like I need to hustle some like everybody hustle to make it, you know, you might have a side job, but everybody hustle to make some money. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm gonna go out here, stay playing, and then you know, nice and it's fun. Like the two man game was cool. They do a lot of pick and rolls, a lot of pocket passes, you know, hooking off the pick to hit the jump shots, and they already like smoke, you know, why don't you dunk it? That's the first time it comes like I've set you up, why don't you dunk it? It's like what? Like a oh, point's a damn point. So, and you see, you see Billy's fundamentals. Like, oh, what's your name? Billy Ho, nice to meet you. His fundamentals is Chris. He coming off those picks. Jumpers looking all wet. Cindy Dean out here. I don't know what the hell he doing. Like, oh, I'm going to do sauce. a 360. I'm going to do a spin move and then stop. Do a pump fake with one arm. Hey, if you jump, you do another spin move to, you know, jump and lay the ball up. Like, he dunked once. The entire movie. Did he? In that court. Yeah, he dunked once. I okay. don't know if it was okay, this yeah, game yeah. or like the first game they played. He only dunked once. And Billy dunked once. So, and it's kind of like, it's the whole thing is funny, like making fun of like, you know, Billy not dunking. Like, Cindy, you ain't jamming like you John Moran either. I'm like, <laughs> talking that trash. So anyway, they win it. Like, you know, they win the game. They argue like that. You know, some oh, you got a family. You guys got kids at home? It's like, how you know you got kids and family? And then he realized, like, the chicken's up. So he's like, I'm about to go to the trunk. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. He said, he said, you motherfuckers crazy. I'm going to go to my car. Get my other gun. Shoot all you motherfuckers. Because <laughs> first he put a blade out. <laughs> yeah, he's going to cut somebody. <laughs> You know, cut somebody and like they run to the car and you know, go right there. Come on, get in there, let's go. And they driving in there and they, you know, when the money they talk anything like that and they start playing Jimmy. And it's like, it's Jimmy, 
how you know about Jimmy? Like, yeah, I listen to him all the time. I'm like, see, that's your problem. You don't listen to Jimmy. You hear it. You got to hear the music. You're talking about listening. Like, white people don't know nothing about no Jimi Hendrix. Some all show the band, like, you know, Jimmy whole band. Was, they make sure, like, Jimmy whole band was white. Uh, so, yeah. You know, it's like the drummer, the bass player, like, Jimmy was the only brother in his band. Talking about who we can't hear. So, they need to play, like, some, I don't know who that was. The greatest troubadour so, of all time. Door. <laughs> sound like a dog. That's a Labrador, man. Hey, hey. What he got? He got me. Uh, the character of Billy Billy Hoy got hot about that. It's Labrador, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they in there, drop them off, and then it's kind of like you know, come up here. You got a nice woman, you know. Don't you be talking about my woman? And that's the whole week is coming. It's like, oh, see, you, I found you know. Look at you all there. You got all hot and bothered and anything like that. You didn't worry about none of the race stuff on the court. None of that bothered you. None of the black white stuff out there. It's your woman. It's your weakness, you know. Now I'm glad to found out. He's like, yeah, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, you touch my woman, I kick your ass. Like, all right, whatever. And it's like, all right, Gloria, nice to meet you. Oh, those some nice earrings you got on. Looking good out there. Oh, well, thank you, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Then he get a little wink. Because <laughs> he don't even got any interest in that. He just messing, he yeah, just messing with him. Fucking with him. Sydney D is a snake. <laughs> he's not no uh, damn snake yes yes he is you and I know a snake cause what yeah. happens next is this the game Is this? oh this is a setup yeah, game next- oh shit yeah okay 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 I didn't think that was coming yeah, yet so, so yeah okay cause basically their whole thing is you know Sydney's focused on his money cause his wife is ready to get a new crib it's like, oh, they because they see a house, like, oh, it's a nice house. I don't know. Down payment kind of high. It's like, oh, well, you know, I need this house. Like, you know, you can go, oh, I got the thing, got the roofing thing, got the landscaping thing, got the cable thing, paint thing, ain't got nothing. Like, oh, you're playing basketball. You know, it's like this basketball thing, and it's paying, like, the basketball thing paying the bills. And now, it's like, oh. Is his basketball thing, is it that? He just doesn't want to stop playing basketball because he loves it so much, or he really think that's getting him the money. Because clearly he's working hard, or he's got you know different avenues to make money. But if you invest more time in one of those things, I think he would be okay. But it was just like he just had all these other shit, you know, all these other just a lot of shit going on. Yeah, but it's kind of like that's the whole thing. You see later that he's you know he has other things like you know a lot of people say entrepreneurship is like a lot of times it's bs it's like because he gets the whole um construction thing going on later yeah so it's kind of but it's kind of like that's the thing so i don't want to turn this into like an anti-entrepreneur thing but because i'm not but i always get annoyed when people go on twitter like oh you work a nine to five you know we built different our life's not the same. It's like, hey, entrepreneurs love looking down 9 to 5 so it's time to get your tooth pulled. Or you need something from a 9 to 5. And that's the whole thing, like, with Sydney, it's kind of like, it's easy come, easy go. Like, everything is a struggle. Everything is a hustle. Like, I got to do this. I got to play this tournament. You know, it's like, I'm doing all this hustling, but I want you to stay home and be a traditional wife. But, it's like, I'm trying to get the house. Well, I don't know. I can afford the house. I win this basketball tournament. Like, this ain't Mortal Kombat. It's like, <laughs> I just like this street fighter. I beat Sagat. I got enough of the down payment for the crib. Like, there's no way to live life. That's prize fighter shit. 
So it's something to be said about guaranteed money, and he don't have it, so he's always hustling to get something. But he wants to do it his way. Because he could probably focus more on the side stuff if he wasn't spending so much time playing basketball. basketball. But, at the, but at the same time, I'm assuming basketball is bringing enough money that he could do that because he got enough pride for his woman to like not work. Yeah, but what, what she's saying is, I want this house. And you know how much you bring it in from basketball. So you need to refocus things. And I know it's a movie, so it, it had to play out a certain <laughs> way. But it's just weird that I think I, I'm just thinking his love for the game or his love for just playing superseded him doing certain things that he should have, you know, well, he should have did for his wife that she wanted him to do. Because, you know, she's like, I want this house. And he was just like, uh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So we got to find a way to get the house. So have another game. Oh, security guard with curly head out there talking to him. And he looked familiar. He's a dude from Blue Chips that found the shack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he out there playing. It's like, oh, we going to get another guy. And he come off the train like, oh, we got the white guy. Like, oh, we got the white guy out there. <laughs> Is like you know coming off the train and stuff, so they out there playing like you go do seventeen like you know seventeen because it's like I got money here, I got money in my sock, I got five hundred. Like what you rob a bank? <laughs> yeah, then they got money under the hat. You know he got a thousand, he got money in his drawers. Next you know seventeen hundred, and it's like oh I play you with for a look. No, I got this chain. I ain't got seventeen hundred. Oh baby, let me borrow this chain. Don't worry, I want it. So here's the thing. Billy should have known it was a scam. If y'all got seventeen hundred, and we like, oh, we got we got eleven counting the chain, and it's like cool. No, yo, I've never seen so much fucked up math in my life in this movie. I thought uh, <laughs> Rocky math was bad. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know if this sh- he know this shit ain't even real, and he's like, oh, you know, this might be two hundred three. Okay, I'll put it up. Man, fuck that. You better find Let me assume one. this. Let me assume this 300. Like, this is cubits ago. Let me assume this 300. So that's just, you know, we had 11. My 17 versus 11. That's cool enough. That even, that's not even your money. That's Billy money. Yeah. And it's like, that's the whole thing that got me. It's kind of like, I hadn't paid attention to that part because I knew what the scam was kind of seen the movie before. I wasn't paying attention to that part too when I watched it again recently. I'm like, okay. Billy must have got there late, so he or like I'm trusting Sydney's the man for it. Like if he come up there, it's like I can see if it's seventeen versus fifteen cash, but not seventeen to eleven and eleven assuming a chain that you know I don't know what this chain made out of. <laughs> it's like, it and and on top of that, if I try to resell it, I'm not getting three hundred for this. Yeah, I might get maybe if i'm lucky and it's like no that math is off i don't care how confident i am it's like whatever out there so they out there playing and city that's the whole thing city plays so bad normally you don't know when he blowing the game or not he might just be like westbrook doing spin moves and throwing passes off the backboard instead of a layup so he can set up a jumper it's like you know why you take it like i wanted to shoot the, shoot the, set up the better shot i'm like yo what y'all the rockets out, skipping a five, skipping a five footer to shoot a step back thirty five because three always equals more than two. Like I have watched, and I watch some NBA games. That's how bad it's. I know it's kind of like you know it's either layup or threes. I've seen some games where people have drove to the lane, and all they had to do was lay up, and they don't realize that how open they are. Like they're in green. Like no, I got to kick it. Up. 
Like I'll they'll do a spin move to spin that back away from the rim to to pass the ball for a three instead of just laying the ball up. And Sydney was doing some silly shit like that too. So they out there, everybody playing good. Sydney show like, oh, what's going on? Like, yo, D up. So dude hit hit him with the, the pump fake, the little nudge. Yeah. Hit hit that hit that um that Brandon Roy little leaning jumper. Seventeen hundred. Go back to Sea World, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the kiss, leave. And City like, damn, I'm sorry. Like, that's all my money going to like my bags like that. So she coming home. It's like, oh baby, how much you win? You know, you know, food to start with a little Q or quince. I lost the money. How much? Some of it. Most of it. All of it. You lost all our money. Well, what happened? Which was a, were they great? Like, nah, I beat the guy like that all the time. Like, you know, I played a good game and everything like that. So what happened? Oh, you know, Sydney was out there. He just had a bad game. He was struggling. And she's like, oh. He was, huh? It's funny. As soon as he tell the story, it just clicked. Like, you got hustled. Uh-huh. Because she know. She hood. She know. Mm-hmm. She know the game. But you, you mean hustle. Like, you got hustle. He wouldn't do that to me. Like, why not? Cause that's against the code. You did like, it to you him. Like you, you did it to him. You fool. You don't know him. You got hustle. We get our money back. I know that much. Like nah, you can't get money back. When you win, you win. When you lose, you lose. And it's like the You know, sometimes when you win, you lose. Sometimes when you lose, you win. And all this blah 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 stuff. Because <laughs> that woman. So because before they had an argument about you know I'm thirsty. You may get some water. Like no, you trying to control me. I say I'm thirsty. I mean, I want you to sympathize with me and understand where I'm coming from. I try to fix all my problems. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I've been watching this about man and husband. I'm like, that is some silly shit a woman would say. Yeah, he, he she lost me with that silly crib madness. I understood her thought process. It's just as a man, that just sounds like nonsense. If you say you're thirsty, they might you want me to get you something to drink. Not, oh, I understand you thirsty, baby. Thirst is just a thought. Thirst is just a state of mind. Okay. You know what? Never mind, cause I'm not even gonna say that, cause I ain't. Gonna, I'm not gonna get sucker punched, <laughs> Jeff. I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh no, this is a state of mind, baby. Don't worry about it. You ain't thirsty. I understand. I'm sorry you're thirsty. I hope it gets better for you. You go, you don't go give me something to drink. So they go on the bus to try to figure out where it is. Like you know, we can't go to this neighborhood. You know, they this black neighborhood. We ain't black. Still, motherfucker said. I mean, you poor. He said, I don't know about uh, Puerto, Puerto Ricans, but I know white people. They're less in. <laughs> you know, you, you let them off right here, just the views. So they figure it out. It's like, you know, it's not how it go. You know, you get the money. You lose, you lose. Like, I'm going to get my money. And this one of the funniest scenes. So she knock on the door. And imagine you a black woman. Strong, dark-skinned black woman. Proud black woman. And some Puerto Rican strumpet just chopping gum. Knocking the door, talking about is Sydney D- the Sydney Dean leaf live here. Wow, excuse me. Did you just slide down a window pane? No. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Uh, Cut it out. I'm so dealing. she on there? Is Sydney Dean here? Does Sydney Dean live here? Yes, he does. He's my husband. Well, your husband. Stole seventeen hundred dollars from my boyfriend, and the way she said that sentence just had me rolling, cause it is so ghetto and skank. Like every ounce of attitude she had, like 
I am not trying to take no sass from you, black proud woman. Oh, she was about that business. She's ready for that action. Mm-hmm. Talking about my husband. Like, some it's like, I don't give a damn on your husband. Like, like, I don't want your damn man. I want my money. So they in there and see the homie they're playing. He there cleaning a gun. I mean Jeff. I don't ask me. <laughs> with kids there watching the lick game, it's three four to couch. And I know we find out later he's a security guard. He just there chilling, cleaning his gun like it ain't no thing. Um so no i'm not gonna stitch on yourself but i'm just gonna say let's just say I, i've been in the house where that was a normal routine so yeah go ahead not stitch with kids not not with kids in the house fair warning uh-huh. that's not that yeah well he run up on him like you know i got this gun right here he's like i don't care <laughs> he, he, he said man i got this gun <laughs> Billy like, was scared me i got no I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, you scammed me first. You know, that's how it go, baby. Business, business. No, they ain't with parties. Like, we ain't partners. You know, yeah, you play a little ball like that. So they going back and forth. And then they in there, you know, like Gloria talking with the wife. Came Rhonda. And out there talking about, oh, you know, it's out here, you know, me and Billy got money. Like, you ain't getting the money back. First of all, like, I need that money. And they going back and forth like I sympathize your plane right this talking about this but you know we out here I'm trying to get a vista views because you see there ain't no vista there ain't no views and it sure sounds like no vista of no views. And she said the Stooky brothers are still here. Hey hey hey, that's a sad story at all. She was not trying to hear that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh I love it. We, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like oh dude, I gotta do this to pay the Stooky brothers like yeah what oh because the Stooky brothers had already chased them at one point. Yeah we forgot about that. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you know, we we kill you, Billy, but we need the money first. And they was out there hustling. They had they they heat carry out bag. Yeah, this Russo and bounced. This Russo and his mm-hmm. brother was out there chasing them. Mm-hmm. He was in the van. They ran to the gate, closed the gate. It was like, you know, it's funny. I forgot all about that Stooky brother stuff. You know, I've seen this movie before. So she break it down. And now I know where he's coming from. So basically. Watch, they getting chased by these C-level mobsters, and they definitely C-level, is that she needed a car, so she had $3,000. Ain't no CarMax back then. Ain't no Carfax back then. You just need a whip. Brought a car from the Stooky Brothers for three grand. Happened to be a lemon, so I ain't paying. They ain't how I work with mobsters. And they're like, oh, well, I'll pay. I said, I'll be paying. It's a lemon piece of shit. And so Tookie Brothers said, they're going to cut me up. So Billy tried to do something. And then you know, Billy's going in the game. And then he's through the game. And then we've been to run ever since. Now, listen. Granted, I understand, um, you know, that he threw the game. So it was sort of his fault. But mm-hmm. Sydney's, her, Sydney, uh, Sydney's wife's response was, it's, it's your man. He's bad with money. No. I, I decided not to pay. This is my fault. It all begins with Okay. Money. But keep in mind, Billy is bad with money. He is. I'm not taking that back, but I'm saying the initial Stooky Brothers, them running from them, this goes back to her, not Billy. No. She made the initial decision, and it's true. 
He could have fixed that though. That like the whole thing is like throw the damn game, everything cool, and he don't. We'll go into reason why later. And it's like his pride exacerbated the problem that she initially started. Um, so it's like you know I ain't gonna get your money, but we work something out, and they still argue like that. And then they see the game like you. Come on, James. Come on, James. Mister Mister Um Jump Shot get the put back. Like oh James, yeah they, yeah they bonding over Lakers games. And, and see, then, that's why I said the main the love the the heart of the movie is basketball because they come back mm-hmm. in the room, they all just chilling like ain't shit happening. I mean, because we still as long as the women still there, they gonna work out that. Then Ronnie gets on TV talking about. Why don't you tell me like? Tell my black woman to move off the TV. You think Jeez. I'm crazy? Well, I ain't gonna lie right there. Even now, mm-hmm. I, I know. I, mean, I know some of these young Thundercats out there might try that shit, but shit. Well, let me tell you something. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm different. I'm come from the young, the young blood priest Goldie. So I'm like, get the hell out of the way TV. I throw my damn Timberland at you. <laughs> But I'm different. Don't be like me. Be be be, be like Jeff. Be respectable. Yeah. Cause I'm a damn fool. Like you don't get. Like yeah, I love you. you. Don't get your ass out the way. I'm trying to watch the Eagles game. I have a rule. I told my wife a long time ago. I'm like, 95 percent of the time, you want me to do something with you, that's fine. But when I'm watching sports or wrestling, leave me alone. Don't ask me to do no favors. Don't ask me no cuddling. None of that. We got. You know? we, we got. To, well. We got the same thing where normally when wrestling come on, she'll watch it with me sometimes, so that ain't a problem. <laughs> but when the Vikings on, don't fuck with me. Don't leave me alone. Other than that, fuck your football. Curse if we ain't cooking your food, I'm cooking your food. I'm your wife. I'm like, can't throw no damn slant either. So you got to stop the damn way. So anyway, they come to a whole thing. It's like you know, we're gonna use some of that money to enter the tournament that they talked about before, a $5,000 tournament. And he's like, no, nah, I ain't playing with him. I ain't doing that. Like, fuck no. I ain't playing him. Fair kind of disciple something. <laughs> oh, and I said out of all the thing. I'm like, it is hilarious. Because who wrote that? Who came up? Because it's like, who came up with that line? That sounded like it might have been ad-lib. He just threw that shit out there. I mean, it. I mean, Farrakhan was a thing back then. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, it's the whole. The funny thing is, these jokes are definitely time appropriate and like era appropriate. Because most of them don't make sense now, but back then it definitely made sense. But I was just laughing my ass off. Because out of all the lines, I forgot he said that. He said it, and I just started rolling. Uh, so they shared. So they basically split the money or shared the money. And then it's like, you know, we're going to get in a tournament and we you know, play the people. Like, the main one you got to watch about was, like, you know, Flight and Willie. Hmm. And, like, because Tony, T- you know, because it's Dwayne Martin and Tony Todd's son. Wait a minute. That's what that dude looked like. No, that's, what he look like. no oh, he that's not his son in real life. That's oh. who he looked like. He Tony like- Todd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Martin out there. Willie. Before above the rim, he was getting ready for it. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know out there, you see because he throw it off the backboard, he get doing yam on. It's like, oh, y'all too be worried about throwing up them bricks out here. She, I mean, you call like a a mason. Yeah, talking all trash. He's like, what they looking at? Like he just talking on and on and talking all this trash, and they just like you know you better get him out of here to let you know, tell him to go. Take Opie to go back to Mayberry and tell I'll be. She better have my bean pie ready. I'm gonna kick her ass. 
But you know, it took me, it took me, to, when I watched it again yesterday, I realized after all these years, I'm like, he's just being Sydney, and Sydney don't like it. That's all he was doing. He was just talking mm-hmm. shit like Sydney would do. And it basically had switch roles. Yeah, what you doing? Calm down. Like, I'm in the zone, man. I'm in the zone. That's how I go. I get them angry, they don't play better. Most of the time, people get angry, they don't focus. You one of the few people, you get angry, you play better. Like, he, you know, like, hey, I'm embarrassing you. That's my other thing. Because Sydney, like, you out here making us look stupid. Stop talking. And even the fans, like, get up, shut up. <laughs> and he just going on and on. Like, oh, you know, you out here laying those bricks. Brick, clang. Clang, keep ringing bells. Clang, what's going on? And it and it was getting obnoxious. And he was like, "I'm in the zone, man. I'm in the zone. I'm in the fucking zone. That's how I roll." He's like, "Billy, I'm not gonna let you blow this for me. This ain't about black or white. It's about greed." And I'm just like, "It really wasn't about. He wasn't saying it. But I don't. At that point, I don't think it was about race. I get what he, Wesley was saying. Like, oh, you the white guy, so people gonna you know look at you a certain way." <laughs> But I just felt it was more, like I said, him being Sydney, and he didn't like it because it wasn't him that was doing it. It felt different. It looked a lot different, you know, when the rabbit got the gun. It ain't no fun, as they say. <laughs> and these moments, the only person that's enjoying this is goddamn Raymond, and that's because he's a lunatic. <laughs> they argue. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So out there, they, so they finally start playing. And then you know it's a close game. They hit, you know, they sit and they jump so hard. I said, you why you dunk it? Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like we getting the point. They still argue this stuff like all oh, cause they hit and jump and they argue. And meanwhile, the people like, better hurry this game up before we lose our sponsors. Right. Like, let's wrap this shit up. And then it's like they miss the jump shots, like, oh, you know, oh, here you go. I'm about to go up to the seven, leave you on the fifth. And he just take him off the drive and yam on him. You should have been doing that like, all game. He had a ball, <laughs> but boy, he got the ball. It's like that shit was no. Ooh, it's like when six four try to guard six ten. That shit is not fair. And there, and you ain't if you ain't built like Marcus Smart. That's exactly how it's gonna turn out. You getting yammed on. So they out there in this point game. It's like oh, you know, <laughs> you let Opie Taylor bust your ass. No, they, no, so no, fight. pissing on me. Oh, and they pissing on piss- me. Yeah. Is like flight and Willie start arguing the whole thing. So it's like, you know, got one more point. Then you go ahead, they do the um pick and roll, give a give and go, do some silly ass spin move to hand to Billy. So Billy do like a um bank shot layup. And then they win. Flight and Willie about to throw hands. <laughs> and then they get their second place money. How much money they get for second place? Oh shit, I don't remember. And they said they got they got um, cheated too, cause they like it's gonna be five hundred. Oh, That's a hundred, hundred each. Oh shit! I don't even remember how much they were supposed to get. Yeah, they didn't get what they thought they were gonna get. Cause before they argued, they was arguing to my old black ball. They like black ball. What that's supposed to mean? I'm talking about your jersey, not the color of your skin, gentlemen. <laughs> so flighting, you know, so they win, get their checks. Oh, they. First, Sydney gets Billy check. Billy gets Sydney's check. And he's like, oh, what about the big trophy? Oh, you know, you get the little trophies, the big trophies for us. I want the big one. Nah, yeah, I do want the big trophy. Talking about the big trophy for y'all. Also, this Man, is, you shrunk. This is the extended version, because I've never seen the extended version. Yes. Okay. They are getting like the trophy. And I'm like, 
imagine you in a Stanley Cup, like, oh, congratulations. We're going to keep this. We're going to give you this little bowl. Like, motherfucker, I want my title. Give me, I want this. That's what I want. I want the big check. I want the titles. Anyway, they win. They're like, congratulations. Like, oh, get some money, buy some clothes, anything like that. And then it's like, talking about, you know, I could dunk it. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. This is where the wheels start falling off and you start seeing the flaws of Billy. And it's it's not even, it's it's dangerous flaws. You just won, what, half of, uh, what, 5000 Was that it? He got $2,500. Yeah, okay, so he got $2,500. And this is more money that y'all initially started the movie with. You go home, take that money, have a nice time with your girl. He's dangerous, man, because he brought it back to Duncan. And I'm just like, why? I can can yam it, yo. Mm Mm-hmm, sure, Jim. You know why? Because he's been messing with him about that the whole movie. I get it. I understand it. But in reality, when you get to the end of the movie, I think he even realized, yo, I've never jammed before. Because he was like, oh, how did you know I'll be able to uh, dunk the ball? So he, he put himself in that situation to hopefully dunk and hopefully win more money. And it was like Wesley was trying, like, okay. He did uh, he did the old thing, so he's like, uh-huh. Like, and then he started talking that bullshit about black people looking good and winning second. So he was like, fuck it. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. It's, I don't even I don't even understand <laughs> his rational thinking of that was I'm gonna hope to dunk. I, I all I need is three. He said all I need is three. Yeah, Billy Hope deserved to get left. And like okay, because City even didn't really want to do it, but it's like you know what you keep talking anything like that, and it's like they go ahead and do it, and it's like you know first try. Misses, he's like, oh, let me see the rim straight enough. It might be is that right? That a regulation rim? He's like, oh, let me check. Jumps on there. He's like, that is regulation. And then he takes his, he takes his um long sleeve shirt on, try to dunk again. Grabs rim, miss. Fuck. <laughs> he's like, you know, try to pump up his shoe. Let me give you a boost. Like, stop playing. Stop fucking around. It's like, Billy, what, Billy? White men can't jump. And you know he's not gonna make it. So you third time misses the game. It's like good luck with Gloria. Okay. How he cashed Billy Check. Oh, in ninety two, there was a way. Okay. A black man with two checks? No, what okay. what way is that? Okay, let me in Los Angeles. What okay, hey, what way hold, is that? Hold, hold, let me tell you, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. So back when back in Virginia, uh where I'm originally from. Uh, oh there's a spot. There is a spot where you can cash somebody quick check and no questions will be asked. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it's like a what was it? Ten percent? It was a weird, like five percent or ten percent cut. It was like a weird. Okay. Cut. So, on one hand, it's an extra twenty five hundred dollars. On the other hand, you giving up two hundred fifty bucks. Now, 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 I don't know how the movie played. I'm just telling you that's how you know it went in certain areas. Look, I know about how we do things in the hood, okay? But I'm just looking at this like, you know, they never say how. They just assume he got it. I'm, I'm sure there's a way because he did it. But I always thought about that. It's like, 
how you cash both checks? You know, what check cash and place he going to? Mike Ribs, check cash and insurance. I'm sure Sydney knew somewhere to go. I'm sure he did know somewhere. And it's like, oh, don't worry. We can we can pass this on here. Because it is in 90s. Like, you ain't doing that Bank of America no more. Oh, no. No, them days over with. Mm-hmm. Shit, you try to... You try to buy three things off Amazon, they might lock your card off. Like, oh, you buy a toothpaste and a PlayStation? Yo, yo. You sure you ain't a, a Chinese bot? So, funny quick story. So, um, it had to be, la- no, two weeks ago when I was doing all my Christmas shopping, I was doing something on Amazon. So, that day, I was just shopping like while I was at work. So, it might have been two things here, a thing here. So, basically, that night, I was getting something else. They called to tell me, um, basically, my, actually, it was my bank first called and asked me, was it me making the purchase because they wanted to know because they were going to lock the card up. I was like, uh, yeah, it's me. I, I got a text first and then I just called them. But I was like, I thought that was insane. I'm like, yeah, it's me. Let me tell you something. If I get gas, buy something off Amazon, and they get like an air freshener, like bath and body work, that third purchase getting locked. Like, all right, we just going to make sure this is you. Because I see you trying to get a plug in. <laughs> I'm like, what? It, it don't matter what the dollar amount is. He's like, oh, is this a spirit? Like, a black man can't spend his money doing nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, all I, got, all I can do is, like, buy blunts, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. So, anyway, so he goes home. And it's funny, like, you know, City Home got the money. Can of like dinner. I'll oh, get the down payment. Mm-hmm. Down box got the down payment. Making sweet essence love. Slow music playing. Lori out there drinking wine. Pissy. Mad. Man, what's going on? Cause City got home all ago. The piss is all cold and the wine's all warm. <laughs> He's there with his little the dress like going Jeopardy. Oh, oh honey. It's a nice dress. And she getting all rambunctious. Like, yeah. See, don't take a lot for Glory to be happy. Just act, treat her right, and don't be stupid. She ready to put it on you. Yeah, she, also, he was very mean to her. He treated her like shit. Mm-hmm. Man, go ahead. Yeah, because he told a lot of time, like, shut up. Like, you so man, you know, the man talk, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yo, yo. Not, this people would not fly in old 2018 or 2019. I like, damn, Billy a dick. Yeah. He was, yo, I, he didn't deserve her, but go ahead. You know, so she out there straddling out the snug room. Oh, it's money. <laughs> What's it like? I lost some money. <laughs> Wasn't that Bobby again, Billy? I lost the money. You lost the money? Like, what? How the hell this happened again? It's like, you know, this was our key. We was out there. We had this money. We going to be able to pay the Stookies off. And you bought this. got me this hoochie mama dress to scrap me for the fact that you lost the money again. And then just, ooh, just slapped the shit out of him. He deserved. He did deserve. He still can't be hitting people, but he deserved that part, you know. It's like, yeah, Q. You know what Q said? You know what Quince? A food. It's always a little Q. And I got a thousand more. Can't believe you lost the money, Billy. Out here studying all this shit. I'm trying to have you on Jeopardy. That's my plan. You're like, your plan ain't going to work. It's manifesting the plan. And da, 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 da. And then they leave. You try to, she bought the, um, she got her bag packed. So this ain't the first time this has happened. He already talked about it later. Because her bag packed with the it, quickness. It's not the first time. But another mistake is him saying Jeopardy's never going to call. You don't say that to her. 
even if you think that you just don't say that he decided to say that as she's about to leave him oh jeopardy's not gonna call oh that's gonna make me stay that's gonna make her even leave more because you don't believe in it you know what i mean because that's her dream so she wants to believe that dream and she wants you her partner so you're supposed to believe it right along with her but you know who billy, billy is billy i guess billy what billy what cough is on fire so you out there putting the fire putting the fire out and then she out there hitchhiking hop in honey the hillbilly with a pickup truck. Ooh, what she, part of Los What part of Los Angeles he rolling through? She was brave, and that means she was really upset with him because she hopped in. Anybody who hitchhiked is brave. I don't know if people. Who st- I mean, I'm guessing people still do it, but I'm like, it got to be. Uh, that's that's, that's got the dice. I, did, I don't. Know. I don't even want to say because I I've seen I've seen people still stand out there with the I'm sure. And here's the thing. We black men, we ain't never trying to hitchhike. Cause one, ain't nobody picking us up, and two, I'd be nervous as the person who would pick me up. Like you might try to, you might try to chloroform me, and next thing I know, my kidney's gone. It's a cold game. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to figure out how he's gonna get Gloria back. Running to Sydney, Sydney working like you know, got he got this construction deal with this dude. He trying to get a house. He trying to get a house built without city permits. <laughs> like oh you know I can work I can work through the city work around the city I can work with the middleman or be the middleman that'd be three hundred dollar down payment you know Sydney that's S I that's S I D N E Y D D A N E like making moves so you see him all just to make way like he's trying to work and he's like oh Gloria left me what I'm going to do and everything like that it's like okay. You know you hope me like you know I just try to see if I can do no promises but she's gonna owe me a favor. You know that's gonna come back later. And you know the funny thing I thought about this? It's a it's like that John Wick conundrum. He can't get Gloria back without Sydney's favor. Without Sydney helping him. But Sydney helping him leads him to the favor where he where he ends up losing Gloria. Forever. Um, unfortunately that's how that's that's how it worked. That's how the movie worked out. But the funny thing um, what made it worse is like Sydney's like, you didn't have to listen to me. But he wasn't lying. He didn't. He didn't have to listen to him. He could have been like, no way, man. You know, I'm getting Gloria back. We can do it another way. Or look, I'm gonna tell her, yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna meet you down. You know, it, it was a way around that. He was But getting- you knew, yeah, but you knew he wasn't going to because like, you know, he felt indebted to him. And then it was like, no, pride and money. Cause also pride come in. Cause you know, after Gloria leave, he's trying to put the fire out. Who show up again? The Stooky brothers. They got a almost butt ass naked draws out. You know, we had the scheme in there, and all you had to do was throw the money. Nobody would have known. He called me a honky motherfucker, so I couldn't score. You're a honky motherfucker, Philly, but I can score. I can take it to the hoop. <laughs> so that's what it came down to. Hold on. Trash. Chill out, chill out, chill out, because I can't laugh. Hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. That's what it came down to. He called, he called you Brian Scalabrini and you are, nah, I'm Kevin Love. You call me hooky motherfucker. I ain't a hooky motherfucker. I could click to the hoop. I could score. I could put up 20 and 10. But wait, but wait. We got to go back. You know, do you know what the worst thing is? And I had to learn as I got older not to do that to people and say, 
owe you owe me. If I do something for you, if I do something for anybody, I, I don't want nothing back. Like, I don't even want to, like, it's just weird. I always found that when somebody said, oh, like, if I do somebody for somebody at work, somebody be like, oh, can you come in and work for me? Or can you take this post? Or can you do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, I owe you. No, you don't. Don't. No, you don't owe no. me. You're good. Fuck, fuck all that. I believe in balance. Yeah. Once it, once it comes, it depends. If it's something small or something I'm not worried about, like, my whole thing is, I'm at the point where I'd rather give money than loan money. Because if I give it, that's fine. I expect you to pay it back. If like that, we cool. And it's money I ain't going to miss. I'm loaning you something. It come with a whole different set of criteria. <laughs> like, my thing is, it's not even the whole money amount part. Because I'm never at the point where I'm giving money that's going to make me feel a certain way if I don't get it back. It's like, I loan someone some money. And then I see you out there. You know, I got your money. But you bought, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> And you got the DLC content, and I'm like, oh, so you got $80 to spend on a PlayStation game. You can't pay me back? Oh, you out on the Instagram taking pictures of your food on a date? You ain't got my mom. I'm like, yeah, I don't get that point because it's kind of like, don't make me feel a certain way you feel like I'm taking advantage, like you're taking advantage of me because I don't want to break your legs and prove a point. Because I will, I'm like, that's why my, my whole thing is like now, I don't believe, I'm like, if I'm going to help you, it's just going to be on gift. None of this whole, you don't want to owe me. I'm like John Wick. You don't want to owe me a favor because I'm like, I will, friends is one thing. If I feel like you're taking advantage of my goodwill, I will throw you in a dumpster. I ain't going to kill you, but I'll I'll break a a foot. It's, I've seen how that loaning money, friends thing work out too many times. And I'm Mm. I'm right aboard with you on that. Look, yo, if it's like, yo, keep it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because but I also feel like you too. But if you sitting there buying weird stuff and talking about, oh, I needed to get this because they're going to cut off the lights. And, okay, I'll give it to you. And then uh, the next day, you got I, it. What? I I didn't think you need it. I saw you out there living good. You out there in the state. I'm like, that ain't got shit to do with you. <laughs> imagine you. I'm like, imagine you owe time water money. Some old, I didn't think I need to pay my bill. I heard you made $200 billion last year in profit. They ain't got shit to do with my money. I'm like, don't worry about what I do with my money. If you owe me, you better pay me. You better treat me like I'm Verizon. <laughs> I'd rather you just be honest. Yo, I want the money because I want to do this. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> we can keep it a square. I mean, you out there on the ground. You just brought a, a lady press machine. <laughs> I ain't use little motherfucker. Don't you keep your hand in my pocket when they come in and ball. Stop, oh, watch, stop watching me. <laughs> yeah. You telling me what I'm gonna miss or not miss, and that's justifying you not paying. See, yeah, I'm about to stick you about too. Like you know, I don't have to cut you up, and take pictures, anything like that. You know, they, you want to be one of those assholes in the six o'clock news? You better yeah. pay us back. Yeah, but long story short, favors are cool or whatever. But it's just you got to treat them. What's best for you? It was whatever works for you. If you say you owe me, hey, do it. But I just learned sometimes that owe me stuff can go wrong. Ugh. So. Here's how the favorite goes. It's like, you know, Robert, the dude he met before, is Mr. Gun Clean is like working security guard. It's like, okay, we're going to go out here. You know, you want to, you want to, um, want to go in there, you know, make a hook shot, get you on a lock. I take this shit seriously. But if you miss, I get your car. And he's like, all right. And he's trying to shoot, like, no, that's God, Billy. Yeah, even for the Sudan. So it makes like more like a half court shot. 
and a hook shot. That was disrespectful. I'm like, shit, blindfold him? You, you, you know, it's like, shit. That, that was disrespectful. They ain't had to do that to Billy. And he's like, oh, this is your favorite. Like this, you know, can I use one arm? So you out there, they playing, here comes the hook. Hits the hook shot, wins it. She's on Jeopardy with her nice dress on. And sports is first thing, you know, all time leading rebounder. So she's like, who is Babe Ruth? <laughs> yeah, sports were her thing. <laughs> sports wasn't her thing. And then they just going through. She start getting foods with the letter Q. Start knocking them out, you know, different composing like that. So she wins 14 grand. It's a lot of money. Keep in mind, it was like bragging about getting 60 or 70. She just won 14,000. I don't have, I don't know. I got people, you know, like I'm a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. You know how much we make. I got friends at farmers. I ain't got no friend where $14,000 wouldn't help them in life. I don't got one that's like just got it that well. It's like, I don't need 14 grand. Not a single. <laughs> so, and, she, you know, she out there. Then he shows up like, Cindy's like, you know, just do whatever you can do. She ain't, you know, just be yourself. Ain't no guarantee she take you back, but you go ahead and do it. So it's like, oh, Cindy, he don't want to, she doesn't want to see you. She said she didn't want to see you. Jesus Christ, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but he ain't there with a the guitar, talking about make a song like you don't see nothing. If I'm thirsty, if you say you're thirsty, oh. I'll be sympathetic to your plight. A thirstiness, a glass of water won't make it right. And if you promise to take me back, I won't be such a slob. And she's like, you know, that's all it took. Let's screw. Because before they talking about, you know, screwing is for carpenters. Like, you know, I, I prefer make love or fuck. And then it's like, he just go on his guitar. Remember that song about, oh, you know, I won't appreciate you. I won't bring you water. And like that. And she just melt. Like one of them loving hip hop girls. <laughs> so far, he loved me. He made it this time. Cut it out, yeah. <laughs> Be, no, I want. I love and watch love and hip. I want these chicks. They know, they know better. It's like, yeah, we've been going back and forth. We got five kids. He killed me nineteen times, but the twentieth time's the charm. I can trust Peter this time. Listen, trust man. no Peter Gunn. Mo, Mo, what's her name? Mona Scott. Whatever her name is, she make a great script. She got some great script writers. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. You out there, and it's like, oh, we got the money, we living good. I'm gonna give you some money so you get some clothes, you know. Cause he's like, oh, you know, Summer Pro ain't gonna be here and anything like that. So maybe it's time to get, like, get a job, job. And it's like everything looking all good and up and up. And what happens? Sit <coughs> the problem. Excuse me. And what happened with Sydney? Get robbed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So- Help! It took everything. It took the microwave. It took the blinds. I know somebody seen something. They took pampers. Who take pam? Who take a crib? <laughs> <laughs> the house is cleaned out. Nobody seen nothing. Come on, baby. He's like, oh, look like you got robbed. The cop talking all salty as hell. Think it's a robbery. Thanks, officer. I can see that. Like they took everything, including the money. It's like, what are you gonna do? He's like, I don't know. 
you go ahead and get a job. Oh no, she kind of she kind of snap on him too. She was like, "Are you swear you was get me out of here?" Uh oh, right, that was coming right, back. Baby, getting, I mean, yeah, but it's like, all right, get you out. I mean, I'm gonna do something. So they she'll see out there in her rollerblades, Gloria. Billy's like there on his bike tomorrow. You know, I go out here if I win five times. With the twenty, you know, five sixty thousand dollars plus, you know, twenty thousand dollars for a weekly chant. That's eighty grand, and then I'll do that. Take some acting classes and stuff, and it's like, you know, I'll be some soaps. You go to the top two years, and it's like, oh, straight to the top. This whole thing's like, you know, patronizing. Was like, oh, she got her chance. It's like, you know, why you not? Never know. Yeah, why not? That's how I start. Like, like I, I remember watching Cardi be on Love and Hip Hop. Right. One year she was on there and she was talking about how she was going to hustle and do all this and this and everybody was all laughing including DJ stuff like nah I'm going to pick Mariah Lynn you know she been on here for like four years and they dropped one hit that nobody liked it's like nah I'm going to try again the fifth time winning like you know winning team sorry Cardi and now Cardi B is going to be in Fast and Furious 9 out here making money you know, because she just out there, like, she got her chance, and she ran with the ball. Mm-hmm. And this, like, all Gloria needs is her chance. So, City run up in there. It's like, oh, you got some man talk or anything like that. It's like, oh, who came back to town? The King and Duck. I'm going to tell you something. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The King and <laughs> Duck are washed. They were washed. I don't even know why that was a big accomplishment beating them. Because they was... Keep in mind, they was running the court. How much did they charge to play? $2,500? Just a step on the court with them. It's like legend. It's kind of like they still got the name. I mean, I'm treating it like, you know, Iverson McGrady. It's still mm-hmm. Iverson McGrady. Okay. Yeah, Eddie, you know. Duck Johnson, Eddie the King for real. Watch. Like Duck and the King. Because it's like Duck and the King. Everybody knew you like, they want you. Like, these old men, they want you. That's it. They, they watched. They watched. Yo, I watched that scene. I was like, yeah, they done. They done. It was the name. <laughs> you know who wanted to see them play? Them old heads that kept on giving out dollars every time they hit buckets. I was like, yeah, ain't nobody checking for the King and Duck no more. Look, you the champ till you lose. Man, fuck go. that. They were watching. They got they got smoked off the court too. But they lost to the best. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, Eddie King back. They out there playing, you know, $2,500, you know, buying. Like, you you basically need. Oh, my God. I just thought about something. The King and Duck were doing some Undertaker shit. They back. They came back for one year. They they performed once a year. Look, they probably had a, probably had a handle a second mortgage themselves. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> Duck's wife, like, we need a pool, honey. Like, all right. Gotta throw them converses on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yo, Ed, your feet all right? You still got the front? You still hoop? Shit, go out there. Them dudes were done. They they were put together with taping pins and needles and all types of shit. And then she was like, oh, we out there playing. I need the money or like that. It's like, oh, I got, you know, I got 2000 right here. It's like, oh, I told Glory I wasn't playing no more. It's like, you know, you owe me. We can beat them easily. I need the money. You said you owe me it like that. And then Glory get here and it's like, oh, we gonna play some ball. Play some ball. There's some money. Nah. Yeah. 
We can win. Like, with my money? It's like, no, the money you loan me. I'm like, yeah, for you to get a job. And then she, at this point, she realized, you know what? He's never going to change. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I love you. If you play, that's it. Because, like, they just got back together after getting broke up after this. And you go right back. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much time went by, but it's like, y'all just got together, all this thing. Things are finally up and up. You don't really need to do this anymore. But he like, you know, a favor is a favor. He, I wouldn't have got you without him. I owe him. I can't handle, you know, doing all that. And she just, just looked like, you know, goodbye, Billy. It's like, you're never going to change. We all reached our breaking point, and that was hers. And in a different movie, you figure she, she might change her mind. She waiting, and it's like, but we get to that. So anyway, she's like, it don't even matter if they win or lose, because like you know, it's not less, if you lose the win. I'm going like, if you play, I don't care if you win, I'm out. But you just like you know, I owe Cindy someone to do. So they go ahead and play against King and Duck, and these two old heads. I think that one dude was that pimp from the from um the best man. <laughs> I don't know the whole thing. Whenever somebody made a jump, like, oh, two dollars, I'm pimping out. But you like this, three dollars, three dollars, five dollars, five dollars. Oh boy! Because who wear who wear suits on a Los Angeles basketball court in daytime? The people who set up the King and Dunk games. Mm-hmm. They they slinging out. They slinging women. They slinging. <laughs> they slinging So they out there, and you hating on King and Duck. King and Duck fundamentals is on point. Okay. All right. Call all you want. Duck leaned his shoulder in. Cindy couldn't do nothing with Duck on the, on the paint. Right. You, <laughs> you know, for us to go back and forth on things that happened in the basketball court, I'm not going to do. Because we got something else to do. But the King the Duck, okay. Put it like this. They had an early burst. And after that, they were done. The game was close. Like I said, the game was done. And Ain't no way. I'm going to tell you why. The game was a lot closer than when they played Flight and Willie. True. But they had, I mean, it was the end of the movie. I get what they were going for. But it told me everything when uh, Billy did that ugly ass shimmy to get that dunk. And I don't know which one it was, the king of the duck or whatever slip. I said, yeah, there you go. He sucked. I mean, it's like you can lose your footwork. Yeah. Man. But that won't Damn, look at that. In Man, Damn. that shimmy won't faking nobody out. I was like, oh man, okay. he got you. It's a wet asphalt court. They probably got on new balances. Or like some damn Tom Chambers. King you know, and Duck probably what in their forties. So they rocking <laughs> what they rocking? Moses Malone's. If they are listen. Nah, they washed. They washed. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, they playing a close game. It's close, you know. City cussing because he getting boxed out in the paint. Billy cussing, they like that. Last point, he's like, "Oh, you gonna dance you're like this?" You know, they the um, Yeah, because Duck looking at Duck played by Freeman Williams, who used to actually play ball. Duck is like, you know, you're "The hoop, you gonna do something?" Right at the end, then it's like you know, City dribbling. Waiting for a move, dribbling, do a pick and roll, still dribbling, face up dribble, and then Billy do his slick spin move like he James Harden, and oh boy, Cindy just throws the ball up, not even looking. 
He was and that's all- why I say Sydney can't play ball. What kind of Peter Pan shit was that? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? That was some I, old- if I was playing ball against somebody like Sydney, I punch him square in his spine. Because that man was playing I'm like, like gonna- he was playing like Pete Maravich, and you getting mad? You ain't gonna be out here making me look stupid. Like this ain't some and one mixtape. You just throwing the ball up with your arm all out like this strider. You don't get the fuck out of it. Like, nah. That's why the King and Duck was washed. They weren't ready for all that. Ooh, Sydney game the whole time was like, you know, you all sh- all show and no go. So you throw up throw the loop up there and it was like a nine and a half foot rim in real life. Yeah, I read that, yeah. But he can dunk on ten. So he get the ball, two hands, and yeah, like he damn Marlon. We'll pull <laughs> he's, up stupid. On the he's stupid. And then they win, get the money. Gloria! Nice apartment. Uh, I guess that was like a whatever apartment or condo that was. That was nice. So they share that Jeopardy money. He get there like, Gloria! She nowhere to be found. No letter, no nothing. And they were like, oh, you know, she ain't coming back. Like, you know, like I should, you know, you didn't have to listen to me. You had a choice. Don't blame me. You're a grown man. Just because I asked him, he listened to me. Like, he wasn't lying. It was like, that's still kind of like, come on, man. Yeah. I asked you to say, like, imagine if it was like going 60 seconds. Yeah, Memphis, I asked you to say my life, but you didn't have to. Shit, you could have left. Nobody yeah. told you to steal 50 cars. You know how yeah, hard I, that is? I, 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 to listen, I totally understand what you're saying. And the way and urgency that Sydney came to him, hey, man, it's going to save my marriage. Oh, I got you, man. I got you. I mean, any reasonable person would be like, I got you or whatever they would do it. But Billy was just stuck in a situation where he couldn't win. It was either his friend or his girl. He chose his friend. And not only that, it's not just he asked for the help to save his marriage. He helped Billy. Yeah. So it's like that whole, you know, I feel obligated because he actually helped me when I needed him. Nobody else was there. So well, Billy should have said he should have. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be back together. That's what he should have told her. He did. It didn't matter. I owe him and everything like that, but she didn't go too much in, into it. So it's like, no. yeah, she ain't coming back. It's like, nah, we probably for the best, you know. Because, I mean, honestly, it's like, yeah, they, I don't know if he better off without her. She better off without him. He was, he was holding her back. And they weren't good together because of too much self-destructive tendencies. So... You know, it's like me. She'd be better off if like that. Like things I'll go. He pays the Suki brothers the money, takes the pictures and anything like that with the catch up. So we, Stooky brothers. So phones. we learned. We learned the Stooky brothers don't kill nobody. They just take phony pictures. You said C level, mm-hmm. man. They D level at best. Mm-hmm. They work for Christopher from Sopranos. <laughs> or, I said, or how um, what's the face to say, Christopher? You get out the life. <laughs> Y'all hook at a store shop. We gotta do this no more. You want me to be a snitch, Adriana? But anyway, so yeah, so it's like you know, I need a, I need a job. It's like, oh, maybe you can work for me out there, you know. And then it's like they arguing, but friendly. And then the movie ends. Now, everybody wants to know another theory about why I said that King and Duck was washed. If you watch the end of the movie, um, as um Billy and Sydney are walking to the court talking. The old dudes are singing, right? You do realize mm-hmm. standing to the left of them is either the king or duck, whichever one, he was singing with them. I was like, oh, hell no. You just got your ass beat and you don't want to sing a soundtrack? What is going on I here? Missed that. 
<laughs> go back and watch. Go back and watch that. He got he got a little jumpsuit on, singing all the stuff. I'm like, yeah, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh that that was white man can't jump. Um, I think it still holds up. The jokes may not hold up because the jokes are dated. So oh, it, and Billy and Billy calling people the f word. Yeah, oh he does yeah. Because I forgot I had it on closed caption. I was like, wow, I didn't realize he said that so much in here. I didn't either. It's like I watched the closed captions, a lot of stuff. Like the jokes were definitely of their time. And a lot of the, some of the jokes are fine. Some of them do not age well at all. But it's like, that's fine. But the movie definitely holds up. It's still the best, I think, basketball movie that's been made. Fuck Hoosiers, first of all. And it ain't, it ain't blue chips. Cause it's not. I'm loving basketball. Can eat a dick. I mean, it could be it could be Team Wolf, but you're not ready for that conversation. I'm never gonna be ready for that conversation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the best basketball we ain't gonna involve a white man turned to a wolf unless it's Wolverine. So get out my face. <laughs> like we're not having you're not having that conversation. So no, it's. It's an awesome movie. The fact you can tell when a movie's good, whenever they talk about doing a, a sequel or a remake, people get mad and they, they got mad with this one. They were talking about trying to do it for the longest and they never did. Like the basketball actually looks good because they had people like Gary Payton shows up. He's a street baller, you know. Marcus Johnson played ball, Freeman Williams played ball, you know, like they had people that played ball, they trained. And we talking about casting. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about some casting what ifs. As always, um, we talked about the Denzel thing. So, but did we talk about it on air? Did we talk about Denzel on air? We talked about that before no, we, we start. Oh yeah, so Denzel, well, well Fox wanted Denzel Sydney uh, to be played by Denzel Washington, and I believe that he turned. He didn't want to do it because he didn't feel uh, his basketball was good enough for the role. Yes, you know who else? People want to be Billy Hoyle was David Duchovny. And Charlie Sheen was the first choice. And Charlie Sheen was like, he turned it down like, you know, I didn't feel it'd be any fun. I don't feel connected to basketball. Baseball is my thing. Uh, I think, yeah, it probably worked out for best. It, yeah, it worked out for the best. Charlie Sheen, it's funny. Part of me want to say, I don't know if Charlie Sheen can pull the comedy off. But then I remember him and Chris Tucker in Money Talks. And Charlie Sheen is funny in that. So yeah. I just think it's just a different Charlie Sheen was the biggest star back then. I just don't know. It's funny, like the energy would have and they've been and it's funny where they him and Wesley Snipes were in they were in both in major league. Mm-hmm. I just know how to and here's the thing. It's not just the basketball stuff with Wesley Snipes, it's the stuff with Rosie Perez. I cannot see Charlie Sheen with no Rosie Perez. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. That I think that's the biggest key because it just worked with Woody and um, Rosie Perez. I can't see Charlie Sheen, and then I see we, uh, another co- considered person was Keanu Reeves. Oh no! Yeah, I remember reading about that. Like, nah, he couldn't play basketball. Oh, that would have been a mistake. It's funny now when you, like I said, it's always funny when you go back and look and see um, the people that you know that were audition that was considered uh, the first people they wanted to go with is always interesting because mm-hmm. in some world you see in another movie yeah all universes and, and the movie is definitely different 
you know, like it's the right or wrong person's in the movie. But it works. And yeah, it definitely works. Like it definitely helped both Willie Harrelson and you know Wesley Snipes catapulted them. Like Wesley Snipes basically ran the nineties. Yeah, He's a black star. And Woody, Woody became a Woody became a movie star. Yeah, constantly working, constantly always working. Whether it's a big movie or it's a, a small movie, you gonna see Woody Harrelson or not? Even now, twenty what about to be twenty twenty? He about to be in Venom too. Oh boy, which is another another thing we need to talk about one day. Uh, but anyway, we'll close this out. Jesus, <laughs> that's why I remember. That's why I remember one thing. I've watched Venom because it comes on cable now. Because it's like, and I made this comment with somebody. It's like you rarely hear people scream out Jesus Christ like that in movies anymore. And they do it in Venom, and I just laugh my ass off. Like the first time Venom sees Ryan, he's like, Jesus! Can we beat this guy? Like, nope. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> we really gotta do Venom. Uh, we just, just, we gotta talk about that. Um, but that's on a different thing. Uh, we're gonna close yes. this one out. Uh-huh. And we get, and next week, it gets to be my pick. Oh, yeah! What we doing next week to close out 2019? Since we we want to expand hood classics, and I would just say it's gonna to go to a genre that we both enjoy. And the only hint I'm gonna say is one line from the movie: "Boards don't hit back." That's the movie we doing. Do you know which movie that is? I, I feel like I should know, and I'm just like, we're doing Anna, we're doing Enter the Dragon next week. Oh doing. yeah, okay, okay, okay. Hey, I'm I'm cool with it. So next week we gonna do hood classics. Everybody in the hood watch Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee is our rock star in the hood. Is one of the coolest men who ever lived. And the Dragon is probably the greatest martial arts movie of all time. It's on Netflix, so you ain't got. I already got it. I have it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray. It's on Netflix. It's an easy watch. I just watched it like a few days ago. We definitely watching it, and because it's a lot of stuff. Because keep in mind, not only does it start like the martial arts genre, the fighting game genre, both Street Fighter and Street Fighter, yeah. Mortal Kombat, and Double Dragon. Why do you think people? Why do you think they named Roper and Williams in O'Hara? Where do you think they got that from? Yeah, you're right. You and definitely. And Dragon. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that because it's been a while since I watched that movie. Uh, and to the message I got on the Jeff versus the world Yahoo. Yes. Um, I don't know if I stated it right, but yeah, we will be doing uh street fire too. Somebody actually sent me a message. It's like, are y'all doing that? And I was like, no, we're not doing it now. We're not doing it. Uh, right now. We'll probably do it sometime in 2020, um, January, February, somewhere around that time we will do that movie and we will kind of expand no just move away no we're gonna be basically we're gonna do one month where we'll do the game we'll do the move because we'll probably do street fighter and if we do street fighter we'll probably got to do mortal Kombat. Ooh. the superior the superior movie yeah um, um 
I'm sick of like I know Street Fighters is cult classic and anything like that. That movie's still trash. No disrespect to Raw Julia, may he rest in peace because he acted his ass off. But like, no, that movie's trash. It's a lot of cocaine going on in the movie, and it's got to be. Yeah, about. And, it, and it is talked about. And I've read so many things about you know you could tell what they did was on purpose. It's still trash. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, that yeah. movie was done by accident. It was just kind of like, oh, we did this. You could tell it was kind of like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I want to see Street Fighter tongue-in-cheek. That's my problem. I was like, we'll save that for another day. But, like, yes, we'll talk about Street Fighter, especially since Jeff sent me controller. I realized that thing beat. I thought he sent me the damn Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> like, what's this big-ass box in here? I'm like, shit. You said an arcade stick. He wasn't playing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I figured, you know, I didn't want to just, you know what I mean? I was like, let me give it to somebody who's going to use it. So that's why I sent it to you. Can't wait to use it for God of War. Now, I, now, I know some games like that. <laughs> it don't you. It don't work it with sure, that. It sure don't. Yeah. It, it's like you can't. It's like yeah, you don't have um the two analog sticks, so that shit's not gonna work the right way. Yeah. You don't be fighting only. That's Fight. why I laugh. Like imagine you try to play damn Mass Effect with an arcade stick. You know the funny thing is, when did you get it? I got it yesterday. Monday. So, funny thing before we leave. So, I you know when I went to go mail it out, I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm, wanted, I said, I'm not in a rush to send it. Whenever it get there, it get there. They're like, okay, cool. Uh, But if you want to get it there by Monday, it'll be 90-something dollars. I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, uh, yeah, bro, just do it slow. It don't, it don't matter. Still got there Monday. They wanted to get mm-hmm. almost $100 for me to get it there on a day it was going to get there anyway. Yeah, get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> Trying to get that extra dough for Christmas. But anyway, if you have any questions or comments. Oh, before I say that, um, there will be an episode tomorrow. Um, I don't know if anybody listens to this all the way to the end. I guess the episode would be it would just be on SoundCloud if you want to listen to it after Christmas. I guess I'll end up putting it everywhere else or it may, no, once I put it on SoundCloud, you should be able to find it, but I don't know how much time I'm going to have tomorrow to actually promote it. Probably won't have no time. So if you listen to this tonight and you want a Christmas episode, you want us to the weekend, uh, yeah, it'll be an episode up tomorrow, the Christmas episode. Uh, and yeah, questions or comments, or you want to follow me on social media first, you can leave it Jeff versus the world on Twitter, Facebook comments. You can leave it Jeff versus the world on yahoo.com. If you want to follow Shahid, uh, Philly Drugs. I don't know why y'all won't be following me. Philly underscore drugs. Philly underscore drugs. I mean, I'm just chilling. Uh, yeah, on that note, uh, we are out. Peace. <laughs>